welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to this spirit-filled word by David Entry. When you catch a word, you have caught God. May you catch a word today that will cause God to change your story. Be blessed. Prosperity is a God thing. Poverty is a devil thing. (laughs) Prosperity is a God thing. Poverty is a devil thing. And Bible says that the blessing in Proverbs 10.22, the blessings of the Lord makes rich and adds no sorrow. Very important. You can't take just the rich and leave the sorrow out. The riches God gives come without sorrows. So, it's very important to understand that Poverty is not of God. And now when we talk about prosperity, I'm not just talking about having money because there are a lot of people who have money and they don't have God. So I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when you have God, it is God's desire for him to give you rest in life. Jesus said, come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Matthew 11, 28 and 29. He said, I will give you rest. It is his assignment to give you rest. Financial rest. Marital rest. Rest in your health. Rest from all kinds of... Life is stressful. How many of you agree with me? Life is stressful, but in God, it is less stressful. Hallelujah. I found that in the Bible, in Psalm 35, verse 27, can you imagine what the Bible says? It's serious. It's serious. Is that okay if we read it, we read it aloud together? Yes. Uh, let's, let's, let's read it. Let's go. Let them shout for joy and be glad. Who favor my righteous cause? And let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified. Who has pleasure in the... Can you say the last bit together, last sentence? Let's read it. Who? Can I hear, ladies, say it, please? Can I hear the man? Can I hear everyone say it again? Can you imagine God has pleasure in the prosperity of those who serve him? Don't tell me people who go to church are poor. No. We may, st- we may start poor, but we don't, re- <laughs> don't remain there. <laughs> if you see someone struggling, tell him, come to Jesus. When you come to Jesus and you really serve him, God takes, Bible says, God takes pleasure. He's happy. He's delighted when, when, when people who serve him are doing well. That is why I can say, someone here, you will do well. You will do well. You will do well in your marriage, in your family. It's a devil's doctrine to say, no, when you, when you are poor, it's a sign of humility. And then one of the wrong reasons, last Sunday I said it, but I didn't say this one. One of the wrong reasons, people said, David said, oh God, don't give me too much money so I forget you. But this guy talking, he was very rich. God takes delight in the prosperity of his servants. Who said it? 
the scriptures. Bible says, and the scriptures cannot be broken. May I add this? That your prosperity as a Christian is not predicated at which nation you are in. There are poor people everywhere and there are rich people everywhere. Rich people everywhere. You can be anywhere and the principles of God work everywhere. Everywhere. Bible says that the scriptures cannot be broken. John chapter 10, 35 or 34, 35. The scriptures cannot be broken. 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 No human being can break the scriptures. Bible says that my word abides forever. My word abides forever. The scriptures, let's all say, the scriptures cannot be broken. Oh, say it again. The scriptures cannot be broken. You may be able to break the law of gravity and defy it. You may be able to break certain natural laws, but not the scriptures. Because it said, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word abides forever. Shout hallelujah. So if you find yourself in scriptures, you are on a good course. The scriptures, the, the reason why some people can stay in church and remain poor is because they fail to apply and practice the principles of scriptures. God takes pleasure. That's a serious statement. God takes pleasure. So it's like when you are doing well, God said, that's my boy. That's my boy. That's my boy. When you are doing well financially, when you are doing well in your health, when you are doing well well in your marriage, when you are doing well in your career, when you are doing well in prosperity, God said, that's my girl. That's my boy. And Bible said God takes pleasure, so he commits himself to it. The prosperity of his servant, not the prosperity of people. So before you start making noise, are you a servant? <laughs> are you a servant? It's those who serve him. Bible said you shall serve the Lord, and he will bless your bread and your water. If you don't serve him, he don't owe you. He doesn't owe you. He commits himself to servants. Servants, servants, his servant, he takes prosperity, delight in the prosperity of his servants. His servants, like the evidentiary, he takes delight in their prosperity. Shout amen. amen. You will prosper. Amen. You will prosper. Amen. If you believe it, shout amen. I said you will prosper. Amen. So now, as I said, what are the divine covenant principles, divine principles for um. Uh, kingdom prosperity, right? There are principles. Everything in life, there are principles because he said the word cannot be broken. The scriptures cannot be broken. So what are the laid down principles in scriptures that guarantee kingdom prosperity for the servants of God? Does that make sense? Very important. As, as I said last week, um, number one, I said love. Did I say that? Your love for... <laughs> Your love for God qualifies you for his best of all. Your love for God qualifies you for the best of God. So when you love God, you are on the highway into the best God has. Say, that's me. Say, that's me. There was a time Jesus resurrected from the dead and he met his disciples and they were eating. Peter was busy eating. Jesus said, Peter, Peter, do you love me more than these things? 
Oh, but, but, but God, you know, you know, God knows my heart. He said, no, no, no. Just, I want you to answer it. I want to establish it. Do you love me? Sometimes people say, oh, it's in my heart. God knows my heart. You see, what is in the heart will invariably show in the hands and, the, and, the, and your behavior. There are some people who say, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm naturally, I'm, I'm naturally not a nice person. I don't smile. It's my nature. It's my nature. Till, till, till they get a big contract. They realize that it's not actually their nature. <laughs> All right. And so, and so, once you love God, you become a candidate for his best. The best of God is reserved for the lovers of God. The second point I made is that, what's the second point? What did I say? You know that already. Covenant tithing, that's impressive. Covenant, let's all say covenant practice. The covenant practice of tithing, all right? People say that why do you have to tithe? Because it's Old Testament. Now, <laughs> if, you are, if, you are, if you are not servant of God, tithing is not anything that God demands of you. But if you are in covenant with God, then the, one of the requirements of your covenant relationship is tithing. Just like Samson, he had a special covenant with God. He was a Nazarite, and he wasn't supposed to take alcohol and cut his hair. As long as he maintained those principles, his strength was in full force. But when Delilah entered and found it out and shaved his hair, just hair, it looks like this is just simple, just hair. No, it was a covenant pillar. It was a covenant bedrock. And so once that covenant was breached, covenant principle was breached, every weight of the covenant, everything about the covenant came, came uh, collapsing. Right? So you, when you are in covenant with God, there are things that you do. Watch this. You can't fast enough to make God change his mind. You cannot pray and we'll see what you're going to do. And if God said, if I'm going to do it, I'll do it three years. If you don't want to go, you go, you don't find it anywhere. You see, see, so God doesn't owe us anything. The point I want to make is, it is not you're now beginning to do some things, practice some things that will make God change his mind. Because the Bible says, known unto God are all his ways from the foundation of the earth. So you know what you will do. He has always had his plan in mind, and he has actually done things. When you are born again, you are blessed with all spiritual blessings. Now, I'm teaching you that once you begin to apply your heart to some things, it then opens treasury of blessings. It opens it up to manifest in your life. So the blessings are there. Amen. Say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Look at someone. Tell the person, look at me, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Ask the person, don't I look like a blessed person? Some of you can't answer it. Yeah. I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. Tell the person, I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. I like that song. Say, we are blessed in the morning. We are blessed in the city. We are blessed everywhere we go. Whether you've got a job, you don't go. If you don't got a job, you are blessed. You're blessed. You're a blessed man without a job. You're blessed. And it's just a matter of time. Things change. Unless you believe God didn't give it to you. I think it makes it very even clearer and simple. So you give God. It's always been there. It's so important that because he knew that the children of Israel were likely, they had the propensity to flout it or not do it. He enshrined everything they had to do to keep the covenant going in what is called the Torah. 
So he enshrined it in the law and he said, okay, if you do this, this happens. If you don't do this, this happens. But before he enshrined it in the law, it was a, it's a fundamental principle in relating with God. Say tithing. In Jacob, you see, it's not only Abraham who tithed. Jacob had this understanding of tithing to the extent that when he was, his life was at stake and he wanted divine intervention and he prayed, he made a vow to God that God, if you deliver me and bring me back home and let things go well with me, I will tithe. Who taught him about tithing? He said, God, anything you give me, I will give you a tenth of it. Let's look at Genesis chapter 28. Genesis chapter 28. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I give you praise. Verse 22. Genesis chapter 28, verse 22. And this stone which I have, this, this, this Jacob, Jacob speaking, verse 20. Let's speak about Then Jacob made a vow. Say, made a vow. Made a vow saying, if God will be with me and keep me in the way that I am going and give me bread to eat and clothing to put on so that I come back to my father's house in peace, then the Lord shall be my God. Watch this. He said, God will be my God and if God is my God and this stone which I have set as a pillar shall be God's house. He, was, see, he had God's house in mind. And then watch this. And of all that you, you, you give me, I will surely give you. Do you see that? I will surely give a tenth to you of all. Say all. all. So a tithing is giving a tenth at least. A tenth. That's even under the, uh, uh, in the old covenant before Jesus died. I will give a tenth to all God gives me. So give, tithing is giving ten tenth of what you know and you believe God gave it to you. So that anything you don't think God gave it to you, that's fine. And you can tell God, God no, this one you didn't give me. <laughs> but this one he gave me. Like I was telling the story about a gentleman who, who was praying for some money. We needed about 1,000 pounds for a, a very important holiday. He, was, he prayed, he prayed, he prayed, he prayed that God give me money. And all of a sudden, um, someone brought him a check of 900 pounds. Someone, he got that money, 900 pounds. He said, well, God, thank you. You're already taking your 10%, so now I can go and spend the nine. <laughs> Hallelujah. That, that's a wrong thinking. God gave him, he got the 900, he should give God his, his, his percentage. God said, I don't need everything. Just to show that you still depend on me, just keep the flow going. And he said, an agreement with me, an agreement with how I work, give me a tenth and I'll continue supplying. Give me a tenth and I'll continue to be your supplier. I'll continue to be your defender. I'll continue to be your provision. Praise the Lord. Now, when you look at Abraham also, it's a very interesting text here. Look at Genesis chapter 14, verse 21. Genesis chapter 14, verse 21. It said, Now the king of Sodom said to Abraham, Give me the persons and take the goods for yourself. But Abraham said to the king of Sodom, I have raised my hand to, to the Lord God most high, the possessor of, of heaven and earth, that I will not take nothing from, uh, from a thread to a sandal strap, and that I will not take anything that is yours, lest you should say, I have made Abraham rich. Say, Abraham. Abraham was acutely aware of the source of his wealth. He said, it's not what you give me. 
It's not, it's not what you do for me. Because of that, I covenant, I make a vow that after I finish this battle, I'm not taking anything from you. Even though you have so much, I won't take anything from you. So you don't have the chance to say Abraham has become what he is because of I. What God is doing in this church, how God has helped us from where we were and where we are going, no man, no man can claim that I am behind it. Even if I do it, God will kill me. Because God knows that I can't be behind it. It is purely the hand of God. It is purely, and the wealth that is coming into this church and into the lives of people here, no one can claim that I am behind it. No oil shake can say that I have made it for courage and it's because of me. No one, no one can do it because God is behind this assignment. God. And God is behind your life. And God will bless someone here. In the name. So he said, Abraham said, I won't take it. So the point I want to underscore here is that Abraham was very much aware that he was wealthy or he was going to his wealthy place and he knew that it's God who can make him wealthy. Abraham. Say Abraham. Abraham. So we are all the children of Abraham. All right. And when you look at Galatians, very important. Let's look at, let's go back to Genesis again. Genesis chapter 14. I want to show you something. Verse 18. The same, the same text. The same chapter. Let's go back to just tra- backtrack to verse 18. Then, Melch- Mel- Mel- then Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He, he was the priest of the most high, of the most high, and blessed him and said, The king or the priest, the priest blessed Abraham and said, Blessed be Abraham of God most high, possessor of heaven and earth. And Blessed be God most high, who has delivered your enemies into your hands. And he gave him the tithe of all. The tithe of all? The tithe of all. Abraham, the the high priest of God, this this guy is called Melchizedek. Melchizedek, those of you who are aware already, uh, Melchizedek is a very unique high priest. Look at Hebrews chapter 7 quickly. I want to just, just show you a few things from scripture. Hebrews chapter 7 verse 1 and verse 2. Melchizedek. Say Melchizedek. 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 All right. So, oh, see, he's talking about Melchizedek. He said, for this Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the... Did you, did you see that in Genesis? That's all read in Genesis. Priest of the most high God who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed Abraham. Did we read that? He said, this Melchizedek blessed Abraham. Now, he, that was before the law and he has showed up again in this new covenant. He showed up before the, the old covenant was actually enacted and now he has showed up again and he's talking, go to the verse 2. It said a few things about to whom Abraham gave what? Tenth part of all. First being translated king of righteousness and then also king of Salem, meaning king of peace. Verse 3, without, verse 3, without father, without mother, without genealogy, having neither beginning of this or the end of this. Who can disqualify? Who qualifies to be? Only God doesn't have mother. Oh, sorry, I made a mistake. Is there anyone here who doesn't have a mother? Or you know someone who doesn't have a mother? So only God doesn't have a mother. He doesn't have a father. Okay, without mother, without father, without genealogy. He didn't come from anywhere. He is. So this Bible calls him priest of the most high God. God himself appeared as a priest. God himself appeared. And so now when Jesus Christ resurrected from the dead, Bible said now he's also a priest in this kind of order. 
His priestly order is unchanging, all right? Watch this, I'm going somewhere. And this priest met Abraham and blessed Abraham, and Abraham gave this priest the tithe of all. Major, two major activities that happened. He blessed Abraham, and Abraham gave a tithe. So this priest, I keep saying, is a tithe receiving priesthood. Right. Check the scriptures. He is a tithe, and Jesus Christ has come after that same order. Because the, the covenant works for anyone, anywhere. And I see it's working for somebody. Amen. I am so confident that some things, <laughs> listen to this, some things cannot happen around me. Not may not, they cannot. Why are you saying that? You don't know. Things, life, you know, you can't predict. No, I can predict. Because my covenant does not allow some things. If you know you, are, you have recovery with one of the best reliable recovery services in the nation and your car breaks down somewhere on the motor, you know that you will spend the night there because you know these people, they will come. They are going to come. You are so sure. So even if you can be so sure and so certain, can you imagine your car has a, some funny accident or maybe some a scratch, major scratch, and, and you report it to the insurers and you know you have comprehensive insurance with and everything. And like some people, they didn't have Ketsika. They were going to claim. They said, no, sorry, it's not part of your insurance. <laughs> you have all that, and you know you are dealing with a reputable insurance company, and everything is correct. When you have an accident, there's an accident or an incident with your car, you know once insurance is repairing it, they will give you another car, a Ketsika. So you, you can rely on them because you know it's part of the terms of your, of your agreement. In the same way, part of the terms of our agreement with God, he said you will serve God and you bless your food and bless your water. He will take sickness away from you. So health is your covenant agreement. Amen. Hey, health, good health is a covenant agreement and covenant access and covenant right. It's your right by the covenant to be in good health. Shout amen. Amen. Don't tell me, my doctors are saying that. No, 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 no. Doctors can always say because they are trained to see negative things. But they have to look at you and check you and check if something is wrong. And most of us, sometimes we look like something may be wrong. Check you and sometimes depending on your age, depending on your genotype, so many other things. But so there are things that may be running through your bloodline, but as soon as you get born again and you begin to practice the covenant, you can now begin to confess like the brother said, pastor said we're going to have a child. Pastor said, watch this. He said, pastor said no one is permitted to be barren in this church. Why did he say that? Because pastor knows the covenant backing this assignment. So I spoke those things based on what I know, based on the covenant that backs this assignment. That is why I declared. But he said, and I tapped into it. I held onto it. So when I found out that there was a possibility with the woman I've gone for, there was a possibility that uh, we're going to have a challenge. I remembered the covenant covering the house and I took cover in the covenant. Someone shouted, yes. yes. That's how it works. And so, I know the terms of the agreement, and as I apply my head, I make sure I maintain my portion, and God keeps his portion. God is my supplier. Tell someone, God is my provider. If you believe that God provides for you, tell someone, God is my provider. God provides, God supplies. And so, Abraham, back to Hebrews, look at chapter 7, verse 6, Hebrews 7, 6. 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. Someone is blessed. I see someone coming into fortune. Mm. This week. Someone is about to step into fortune. Someone is about to step into fortune. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 7 verse 6. It says that, but he whose genealogy is not derived from, from them received tithe from Abraham. Talking about Melchizedek, okay? His genealogy, because the Bible says without genealogy. Okay, what's genealogy? Huh? You don't, you don't, some people think it's a type of food. Genealogy is your family tree, okay? Of where, where, your, where you have originated from. Your mother, your father, your, so your, 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 your father, your grandfather, your great-grand and all that. That's your genealogy, where you have descended from, okay? And this high priest, this priest of God is without genealogy. So the Bible says, by he whose genealogy is not derived from them, in other words, genealogy is not derived from the Levites who were authorized to take tithes under the, under the law. The Levites were authorized to receive tithe because receiving tithe is a very sensitive thing. Because only... Oh, oh, ah, thank you, Holy Ghost. Listen to this. Only those who can issue blessings are authorized to receive tithe. Serious. And so the Levites, God gave them the authority to issue our blessings. So he said, before the people leave, lift up your hands and tell them that may the Lord bless you. It was the Levites who were given the grace to do that. They were authorized. And so if you are not authorized to issue blessing over people, you are not authorized to receive tithe from them in the Old Testament. And so only Levites were receiving tithe. That tells you the Levites were in a very powerful position. Receiving of tithe is a reflection of how powerful how high you are in spiritual things so as you are you are giving your tithe to save the whales make sure save the whales organization can bless you <laughs> serious <laughs> everybody didn't get it so he he says that in those times they all the israelites they gave tithe the, the, the Levites received tithe from the people, but they were not giving the tithe to the people because they were higher than the people. So long as the blessing is concerned, because they won't give tithe to the people who can bless them. But Bible says that's very strangely, that Melchizedek, whose genealogy is not from the Levites, okay, derived from, from a, whose genealogy is not derived from them, received tithe from Abraham. Now watch this. Even Levi, who was receiving tithe of the people, who was within Abraham when Abraham paid tithe or gave the tithe. So these people who were so powerful, they were not even giving tithe to the, to the Jews or to their brethren, ended up gave tithe in Abraham. So that's what the Bible is saying. These guys said that the, 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 uh, the, uh, the man received, uh, because received tithe from Abraham and blessed him who had the promise. Okay, so, oh, the promise, man of God, the promise works with the blessings. Watch this. God speaks that I'm going to bless you. I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to give you this. I'm going to give you that. He speaks. That's the promise. Now, after the promise has come, you need the blessing on your life to make the promise become a reality. Do you understand that? Now, Abraham received the promise, but what he was waiting for was a blessing. So Joseph was in prison, but the blessing was upon him. So even in prison, according to Genesis chapter 39, verse 2, but in, in prison.
prison, the blessing made him prosperous. In prison, Potiphar's house, the what? The blessing made him prosperous. When he, he came out of, he said, hey, hey, watch this. Because blessing was on Joseph, he couldn't stay in prison. Yes. No, you can't get stuck in one place when you are blessed. Ha! Show me someone who is blessed. And I'll show you someone who is going to move from blessings to blessings to blessings to blessings to blessings from one level to another level to a better level. You can remain at one place when you are blessed. Shout I am blessed. Shout I am blessed. When you are blessed, your, your salary this year will be better than last year. It's a sign of the blessing. When you are blessed, your income next year will definitely be better than this year. That's how it works. Because you, it's progression. You don't have a better last year. It's a sign of the blessing. So jo- jo- Joseph was in Potiphar's house. He ended up in the prison where the, the politicians were. He was with the politicians. He met them, the MPs, who had... Who um, Spent money, so changed figures at the parliament and claimed all that they were in prison. He was there with them. <laughs> Even though he hadn't done that. So he had the privilege of mingling am- amongst princes who were in prison. And in prison, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? They, I'm, I'm sure. Even it could be that chief economist was in prison at that time. And at the prison, no CEOs were in charge. The blesser, the one who was blessed, was in charge in prison. In spite of all these political gurus who were there, he was in charge over them. A stranger, a slave. Why? Because the blessing was upon him. Now, this blessing came on Abraham. And when the blessing came on Abraham, Abraham received the promise and he tapped into the blessing by making sure he honored the channel of the blessing by paying tithe, giving tithe to Melchizedek. And then it comes back into the New Testament. He said, now the priest who we are dealing with is not the priest in the Old Testament according to Levite, Levitical genealogy, but the priest we are dealing with is a different priest who is after the order of the one Abraham paid tithe to. Now, and so he began to highlight how higher this our priest, our high priest is, is higher or how higher and how better he is to the Levitical priesthood. He said that the Levitical priesthood, this Melchizedek, who met Abraham and blessed Abraham, those when he was blessing Abraham, the Levitical priesthood, who no one could bless because they were so high, was where they were also in Abraham and received the blessing. So, what he's trying to say that this our uh, uh, Melchizedek is higher. Now, put it back on the screen, verse 7. Hebrews 7 7. Is someone getting something? Yeah. Hebrews 7 7. Now, <laughs> did you see what I said? Shall we all read it out loud? Are you ready? Can you read it out? Let's go. Now, beyond all contra- contradiction, the lesser is blessed by the better. One more time. Some of you are not reading it. I want you, I want you to read it out loud. Okay, let's go. Loud. Okay, so the lesser is blessed. In other words, the one who issues the blessing must definitely be spiritually more powerful and higher than the one who receives the blessing. And so if Melchizedek spoke a blessing over Abraham, it starts to imply that he was higher than Abraham. And, and Levi was in Abraham. So Abraham's seeds were all subject to the one who Abraham was subject to. All right. So that's why he said, go to the verse 8. I want to show you something. 
Verse 8, there's a strong point there. He said, He said, Here, say here. What, what was the meaning of mortal men? Men who can die, the Levites. Here, they received tithes. But there, talking about Melchizedek, there, he received of them, of whom it is witness he lives. Okay, so what is saying that Melchizedek receives tithe. The tithe that we, under this new covenant, the tithe that we give, Melchizedek receives it. Melchizedek, high priest Melchizedek is a tithe receiving high priest. He said here, men who die receive it. But over there, the one who doesn't die receive it. So how come you said I am in Jesus? And I'm the seed of Abraham. Look at Galatians chapter 3, verse 9. Let me show you something. Thank you, Jesus. Galatians chapter 3, verse 29. Look at that. And if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's seed. And as according to the promise. That means you got promise over your life as well. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey! What makes you think you have? He said, if you are Christ's. Okay, that's why it starts with being in Christ. If you are not in Christ, these things really don't apply to you and just, I mean, that's cool. But if you are in Christ, the spiritual law is that if you are in Christ, then you are Abraham's seed. And not just that, and as, according to the promise. So the promise Abraham received, you have also tapped into it. But guess what? Bible says that he who has the promise or Melchizedek received tithe from Abraham and he blessed Abraham who has the promise. That is how he, Abraham activated the manifestation of the blessing. So the promise was there, but he needed a blessing to cause it to manifest. Does that make sense? And so we, are, we, we have the promise. But you need to trigger it, cause the promise of good health. Promise of good family life. Promise of good career. Promise of your children doing well. Listen, don't be afraid your children will go off or something will happen to your children. No! Don't be afraid. Just walk in the covenant. Just walk in the covenant. The righteous is as bold as a lion. When they are saying that children are, are, are going wayward, our children are not doing well. And Let me just end this by saying, let me just finish on this tightening thing and clarify it. Jesus receives tithe. We could tell Melchizedek. And that's the kind of high priest we have. He's a tithe receiving. And Jesus, you know what Jesus huh? Mm. How many of you believe we are, we are the children of Abraham? Do you know what Jesus told them? In John chapter 8, verse 39, he said, This is a serious one. It's a serious one. How many of you still believe you are children of Abraham? Yes. These Jews, they came to Jesus saying, We are children of Abraham. John 8, 39. We are children of Abraham. Hear that now. Jesus, Jesus told them something. John 8, 39. He says, then they answered and said to him, Abraham is our father. How many of us believe that Abraham is your father? Yeah. Some of you don't believe it. If you are not born again, ask for that one, I understand. But if you are born again, the Bible says, Abraham is your father. Say, Abraham is my father. Abraham is my father. But Jesus said to them, if Abraham, if you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. Think about it. If you are actually Abraham's children, you will do what Abraham did. So stop screaming, Abraham, blessings are mine. 
Abraham bless. I am blessed in the morning, blessed in the evening. Abraham bless his man. Meanwhile, you know in your heart that you are not behaving like Abraham. Abraham bless his man. Hey, Abraham. <laughs> and dancing, big, big, big dance. <laughs> Someone is blessed. Someone is blessed. I knew so much that I was finishing this message today. But because of time, we will continue. Because actually, next Sunday is going to be in June and we are going to some. But I see the blessing of God coming on someone. You know, last Sunday I wanted to finish this message on Wednesday, but there was an outstanding message, so I finished on Wednesday. This one, I'll finish it on this Wednesday. Is that okay? Yes. I'm going to finish because our time is up. We have to behave ourselves well like people who are going to a wealthy place. And not waste time. Say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I stand here as the prophet of God. And I decree blessings upon you. Blessings that will activate the promise you have received. Blessings. I decree blessings. I decree blessings. I decree blessings. I decree blessings. This week, blessings. This week, blessings. This month, blessings. Next month, blessings. This year, blessings. Next year, blessings. This decade, blessings. Blessings over your life, in your entire life, because of the promise Abraham received, which is your promise. I decree you are blessed. 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 The blessings of Abraham. The blessings of Father Abraham. Come upon your life. Your your household. Your children. Your children are blessed. Your your children are blessed. Your children are blessed. So shall it be. In Jesus name. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. When God speaks, works show, and the works will surely show in your life. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed.